They say there's three things you should never talk about. Uh, well, there's probably a list bigger than that, but the three main things would be religion, politics, and money. And I have really good news. We're not going to talk about money today. So, yeah, just religion and politics. It's not that big of a deal. But um, anyway, re- religion and specifically politics are dangerous, and it's, it's really risky business because no matter what you say or what your thought is, you're probably going to upset somebody. Um, and that's probably why it's on the list of the three things not to talk about. Uh, you don't want to upset people. I mean, it's dangerous. It can wreck friendships. I think we see it all the time on Facebook. It's like, here's what I think. And if you don't agree with that, unfriend me. And it's like, that is dramatic. Um, but it happens. Because politics is just something that, that people, they don't agree on. And they, they draw the line in the sand, and it's this or that. And there's no room for any, anything in the middle. Um, so even though it's a, it's a dangerous topic, uh, it's important to know that there's a lot of really dangerous t- topics in the Bible. And there aren't topics that are like, quote-unquote, too dangerous uh, for the Bible to discuss. And before we start, I want everyone to know, a little disclaimer... Uh, it might surprise you, but I am not a leading expert on politics in the area. Uh, so just know um, that when we go in. But I think that it is, it is for sure clear on like what the Bible says about politics in a certain way uh, and just gives us instruction on how we should interact with the government. Um, and that's, that's more so what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so we'll pray and then we'll get right into it. God, thanks for your word. Thank you for your truth. And just even on these hard topics that that you give us instruction, that you give us clarity, I pray that you help us to understand it, even if it doesn't make sense to us. um, Just let your spirit intercede and and let it teach us. Um, May I I say your truth and what you want, and may your truth be heard. Um, Again, just just let your spirit work here today. Um, Amen. So we're still in the first Peter series. We uh, made it out of chapter one, though, and we're in chapter two. So whoop, whoop. Uh, You can turn to chapter two, verse 13, if you want to, or I have it uh, up on the screen. Starting at at verse 13. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to the governor's, as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear good, honor the emperor. That's a lot of hard things in this passage if you ask me. Like, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow, reading that and looking at it. Because I think people, and even specifically Christians, have the mindset that's like, oh, you can't judge me. I don't have to listen to you. Only God can tell me what to do. Only God can judge me. And I think this passage is is pointing in a different direction. Uh, And I think that a lot of times it's pointing in a direction that we don't want to hear or we don't want to think about, or we don't want to believe. And uh, I want to answer a few questions about this passage. Specifically, 
who? Who do we have to honor? Who do we have to obey? Like, what parts of the government? What if they're absolutely terrible? What if, who is it that we have to obey? I also want to answer why, because sometimes that doesn't make sense. Like, why do we have to honor the government? Why do we have to obey them? Especially when it doesn't make sense. Like, why? Um, I want to look briefly at how we're supposed to honor the government. And lastly, when. And that's, that's really the question I think that everyone wants to know. Like, like, when? Like, when do I not have to honor the government? When can I disrespect them? When can I practice civil disobedience? And I want to note, like, right off the bat, how human of an inner, like, how human of a feeling that is, right? Like, we're told to do something, and our immediate reaction is, like, cool, but when can I not? Like, okay, yeah, 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 but when don't I have to? Um, so I think out of everything, that might be the least important, even though it's, it's maybe what we're the most curious about. Like, how exactly can I get out of what I'm being told to do? So we'll get started with who do we have to honor? Well, if you look at the passage, I think I underlined it. It says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. So the emperor, or some translations I think says king. Does anyone have king in their translation? Yeah, okay, yep, so that's confirmed. Um, but governors, every human institution. I don't know if you know this, but our um, government doesn't have kings or emperors. Maybe you didn't notice that, but uh, it looks a little bit different than what theirs does. But what it's essentially saying is obey the government, obey the governors, the lawmakers, the president. And uh, when you hear you have to honor and obey the president of the United States of America, I think some people are probably saying, whoa, Matt, like, do you know who the president is? Like, come on, really? Hint? Like, like Biden? Like, really? We can't possibly honor him, right? And then there's like another group of people that are like, Whoa, 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 wait, Matt, hold on. Like, Donald Trump, like, President Donald Trump, like, you can't possibly mean him, right? Like, did you see the things he did, things he said? Couldn't expect me to honor and obey him, right? Like, a lot of people, they think one or the other. A lot of people think both. Can't possibly honor President Biden or President Trump. Well, let me first say, stop. I want to put a stop to that thought process um, and just let you know, yes, even President Joe Biden, President Donald Trump, yes, like we're, we're called to honor and respect and obey them. Like, can this passage even mean bad leaders? Maybe you're still not on board with that. Like, let me tell you briefly about the emperor uh, that Peter was specifically talking about in this letter. Uh, his name was Nero. Um, he's a pretty famous guy. A lot of people might know about him, but I'll, I'll tell you um, just a few things about him here real quick. Um, he did a few things. He brought down taxes. Nice. Uh, he reduced the price of food, and he oftentimes performed. He would sing and dance on stage for big crowds. Like, wow, yeah, that's a guy we can honor, right? No wonder Peter is so like, hey, honor him. Honor the people he puts in charge. No wonder. Sounds like a pretty upright guy. Well, the list goes on. That's not all he did. Um, he also had his brother murdered due to fear of him taking his throne. 
Uh, history shows that he murdered his own mom. Uh, his, lower, his lowering of taxes and increased spending caused a big recession. And lastly, and probably most importantly to us, he murdered Christians. And he um, did it in, in quite creative and, and disgusting ways. Uh, but people like you and me, just for believing in Jesus, people that Peter would have been writing to here, he took people like that and he hung them on crosses, he fed them to dogs, and he would dip them in oil, light them on fire, and illuminate gardens with the light that it produced. That's the guy we're talking about, Emperor Nero. That's the guy that Peter's telling everybody to honor to obey. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme. Nero. Really? Like Nero? I'm imagining they're thinking a lot of the same things that, that maybe you guys are thinking or Christians in general are thinking. Really? Nero? Really? Do you know what he does? Do you know what he did? Do you know what he said? If the expectation was to honor and obey Nero, Emperor Nero, believe me, the expectation is to honor and obey President Biden, President Trump, President Obama, President Bush. But really? Like, why? Like, why would, why would they want to respect Nero at all? Like, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't think. Um, and we get the answer here in Romans 13, verse 1 and 2. It says, Everyone must sub submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. So why? Why do we have to submit to these authorities? To the presidents, to the emperors, to the kings, to the governors. Because God put them in the position that they're in. When we submit to the government, who is it that we're actually submitting to? God. And then on the opposite side of that, when we rebel against the government, who is it that we're actually rebelling against? It's God. We're rebelling against who put them there. So even Nero, even Biden, even Trump, even Kim Jong-un, even Vladimir Putin. And keep in mind, we don't necessarily have to obey the, the people that aren't directly over us. And I want to stop for a second and let you know that I'm not, I'm not calling um, all of our former presidents bad. But I just want to look at it from the mindset that a lot of people would look at it from. The mindset of hatred and explain why. Even if you hate them, that's not an excuse. Even if you disagree with them, it's not an excuse. Even if you think they're terrible and that they're leading the country down the wrong path, even if you think all those things, it's not an excuse to disrespect and dishonor and disobey them. And let me be super honest for a second, specifically thinking about people like Nero, thinking about people like Kim Jong-un, which I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I truly don't understand. Like, the thought of, like, evil dictators being placed where they are with the power they are by God, like, I can't wrap my tiny, little, stupid head around that. Like, 
I don't get it. I can't possibly imagine why God would put evil people in place of power. But I think that's where faith comes in. That's the importance of faith. I have to realize that God is working and he works outside of the things that I can see and I don't know how, I don't know why, but I have to know what his word says and that's that he put them there and I have to trust that. So even when it doesn't make sense, I have to know that God put him there for his own reason. Not for my reason, not for anyone else's reason, but for his own. Um, A few chapters earlier in Romans 9, Verse 17, it says, For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Anyone know anything about Pharaoh that they'd be talking about here? Can anyone tell me anything about him? Like what do you, you know? His heart was hardened. His heart was hardened, Yeah. He did a lot of bad things, right? Like, he, he had the slaves. He, he enslaved God's people. And um, a little brief, just a real brief overview of that. Um, There's a guy named Moses, and he went to the Pharaoh and, and as a messenger from God, saying, like, hey, let, let God's people go. Let us go. And Pharaoh wouldn't do it, so God sent these, these plagues um, and eventually killed Pharaoh's son. And... Like, I think Pharaoh, he, although he's a terrible man, this is a perfect example of the type of leader that would be easy to think like, oh, God couldn't have had a role in this, right? He, he was destroying God's people. Like, God couldn't possibly have a role in that, right? He wouldn't put him there, but he did. And we see through this verse we see the purpose in that, and we don't get to see that with everybody. But we see that God lifted Pharaoh up into power just so that he could bring him down out of power and show who truly has the control and who truly has the power. God even used an evil Pharaoh to have God's name and power shared. So it's not easy when we see like all the evilness in the world and... and think about how it needs to stop. It's not easy to see what God's doing. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think we ever will, at least not on earth. But know that he's doing something. Have faith in that. So what might it look like to honor the government? Like, like what, what could it look like? What are things that we could do um, to honor the government? Yep, that would be a good thing to stop putting up. I think that would be a great start. Thank you. Anything else? Obey the law. What was it? Obey the law. Yeah, obey the law. Yep, that's on my list. I didn't have the flag thing, but yeah. Uh, yep, we could obey the law. Anybody else? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so other things I have, obey the law, um, pray for them. Like, that, that's something, maybe you guys are better at than me, but I'm really bad at it. I'm really bad at, in my prayer time, thinking like, oh, I should probably pray, pray 
for these politicians. But they need it. They absolutely need it. I think that uh, a way that we could honor them is not to disrespect them. Um, I saw somebody had Dictator Wolf written on the, on the side of their car. That's definitely not honoring um, the governor. Or, um, yeah. Uh, I heard someone say the other day that um, somebody said that they should just drop a bomb on DC. That's not honoring the government. Bad-mouthing the government, it's not honoring. And this is kind of in the, in the opposite direction, but I think sometimes it looks like, like honoring the government, I think sometimes looks like not saying anything at all. Um, I have a friend that's from Russia, and knowing that a lot of people have problems with the Russian government, uh, I asked her one time, I said, hey, like, I, I was curious what her mindset of their government was, what, their, what her opinion was. I said, hey, what's your opinion on, on your, um, I, what, is he a dictator? I don't actually know. Is he, he's a president? Okay. What's your opinion on, on your president? And she said to me, I don't want to talk about that. And I think that was probably the most honoring thing that, that she could have said. It, that's, that's my guess. I don't know what her opinion is on it, but I think that she chose to honor her government by deciding not to say anything negative, not bad-mouthing her president. And lastly, uh, the question that, you know, back to the question, when do we not have to obey the government? Like... Oh, yeah, the part everybody wants to know about, civil disobedience, let's riot, right? Like, like when can we just straight up disrespect the government and, and totally walk away from it? Honestly, it's probably a pretty complicated question. Like, for example, um, whoa, what was that? Oh, sorry, guys. Startled me. Startled me. We're good. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'm going to take a drink. We'll get back to it. It wasn't even that loud, just didn't know what it was. Everyone good? All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm okay, yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm, so a little note. I'm easily just dis- like a distractible person. And this isn't saying like never take a bathroom break, right? Or like never come in late. But like whenever I see someone get up and move, it like takes, it takes my mind there, right? It like, I'm like, wonder what they're doing. So that, you know, where were we? Civil disobedience, a complicated question, right? It's probably not as easy as just like finding one answer. For example, um, we should drive the speed limit. Like we should try to drive the speed limit. That's a law and that's a really simple way that we could honor the government um, by obeying that law. Um, But if I have somebody in my car who's like bleeding out, right? Maybe they're missing an arm or like there is like a baby like coming out of them. Like, I'm gonna drive really fast, right? I'm probably gonna blow through stop signs and, and red lights to get wherever it is that this person needs to go. And I could be wrong, it's not in the Bible, I could be wrong about this, it's just my opinion. I don't think that's a sin. I'm pretty sure that I could do that and be totally justified for breaking the law for that reason. Uh, but like, when are we allowed to break the law? Like, I think the overall answer to that is when what the law says and what the Bible says 
are in direct contrast to each other. And like we, we, have, we have examples of that. Like, for example, if uh, President Joe Biden created a, a giant statue and said, hey, when I blow a trumpet, you have to bow down to the statue and worship me. Like, that's, that's a time that not only should you break the law, like not only can you break the law, but you should break the law. Because we're not to worship man. We're only to worship God. Um, if the government came out and said, hey, like, you can only pray to me. Not only can you break the law, but you should break the law. If the government comes out and forbids you from talking about Jesus, again, not only can you, but you should. Laws say you can't gather as, as Christians and talk about God like you can. When, it's in, when the law is in direct contrast to what the Bible says, you can break the law. Like, there, there's your answer. Um, but I think it's important to know in, in those instances, it's not like, it's not typically a real beautiful thing. Like, a lot of times when you're breaking the law in lieu of the Bible, there's oftentimes a lot of like cruel punishment. For example, the ones I went through, if you weren't familiar with them, a lot of them were from the Bible. And like, one of them, guys got thrown into a furnace. They made it out, but you wouldn't always. Um, another one, someone got thrown into a lion's den. Again, he made it out. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that all these guys made it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like there's oftentimes real consequences to breaking the law. And uh, it's, it's not a super cool, beautiful thing. Like I think a lot of people fantasize it to be civil disobedience. So kind of wrapping things up in conclusion, we have to honor the government. We have to honor our presidents, and it makes a difference. Disrespecting the government, saying negative things about the government is a really good way to build up walls really fast and break relationships. And um, it's really hard to share the love of Jesus through a wall. Um, even when it doesn't make sense, it's important that we know that God is working outside of our knowledge and that he put the, the government, he put the rulers, he put the authority in authority for a reason. It's not up to you. It's not up to me. It's only up to him. It's super important that we're in prayer for the government. I urge that entreaties and prayers Petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. we got to be praying for our government. We've got to do better. And when we absolutely need to, when the law asks you to disobey what God has said, what God has asked you to do, disobey the law. But again, remember, it's not usually easy and oftentimes results in punishment. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different here at the end right now.
Um, I have a few slides with um, some government names on it, some politicians on it. And I'm just going to, I'm going to put the slide up and we're going to take a, a minute just in your seat to pray for the politicians uh, that I have. And I, th I think I have four of them. Uh, and then after that, we can split up into small groups of two or three. I don't have any discussion questions for you, um, but you can just ask what you need prayer for and pray for each other. Um, so we'll get into that here. <clears throat> 